0: Hey, this is John. This is Dan.
1: This is Nadine. And
0: this is Weekend at Brady's, a podcast where we talk about whatever we want. Um, this month, we are releasing two episodes. The first episode is on the first Bridgerton book, and the second is on the first season of Bridgerton, like the actual show. Dan has picked this. Yep. I want no part in this. And
2: Nadine also likes this, so.
1: John is a bitch. I am yeah,
0: not.
2: I, <laughs> I, I, I picked this. I I honestly did love the the Bridgerton Netflix series. We'll talk about that later. But right now, we're talking about the Duke and I, which is the first book in the in the Bridgerton series. Um, it was my first romance novel read cover to cover. And I just kind of wanted to see what it was like, so... Bro, how are you, it's, like, uh, how are you in
0: your 30s and you've never read a romance novel from... I don't read much. I read one when I like, was, like... I really don't read much. I read one when I was, like, 11. That was, like, my first experience to the romance novel Dan genre. Dan really
1: doesn't read all that much, honestly. No. He yeah, I can very tell. little.
2: Yeah, like, my <laughs> I my tell. reading experience, I read the Harry Potter series, I read the first Game of Thrones book, <laughs> and, like, that's probably it for, like, like uh, just casual reading in, the, like, the last 10 years. Let's be real,
0: though, but, like... The Harry Potter books are just junk food, not really reading per
1: se. That's not entirely true. Once you get to the the later the books in the series, it does get a little bit heavier. Like, they grow with you. Oh, no, I'm just just talking about the
0: style of writing in general. It's just like, here's the third to fourth grade writing.
1: Mm, Like I said, it grows with you. Because I remember when it came out, the later books do get more adult-like. Yeah, after
2: the fourth book, it does kind of get... It
1: gets more like teen novel right?
2: Yeah. That's not much of a growth, but I yeah, understand.
1: It is more of a growth when you if you've read a child's novel yeah. <laughs> recently.
2: Anyway, let's uh let's talk about the the duke and I. Oh Christ. Simon and Daphne. What what about them?
1: So John doesn't get the right to speak right now because he doesn't even understand the novel.
2: Fuck off, first off, That's and
0: second a... off, I hate the male character, the main male uh, character. Okay, we
1: have something we agree on. <laughs> and I actually think
2: Daphne was a really well-written character. She
1: was extremely well-written. But right? that was it.
2: I don't think I hate the uh the male, the male, male protagonist as much as you guys do. I think. Oh my god, he's so hard. There's a framework of an interesting character, it's just execution is not. Okay, better. it's no, not no. that there's a
1: framework. This man is literally There are people out there who actually like this character. So she did write him like a real person. The problem is she wrote him so fucking emotionally inept... That you don't even know that he actually likes this fucking girl yeah. in an actual romantic sense. The, the last The, end the, the,
0: the LAST, last book. page The last page of the book. It's like, oh, he does.
2: Okay. that's that yeah. the one thing I think gets lost in all this is like I don't understand why they really like each other at all.
1: Well, I can I, I actually you actually do see that Daphne is genuinely caring for him and, and falling and in love it's with actually
0: him. Actually step by step. Unlike right. of course and with him,
1: he's like a flat line. He's like, "Oh, she's pretty,
0: and I kind of yes. want to fuck her." Yeah, wow, <laughs> oh, she's hot, man. I really want to fuck her. And yeah, then his mind... two chap, two fucking paragraphs envisioning how he wants to press her between her, his thighs. Yeah, it's like i just like, what the think
2: fuck? She, she's hot. Then he finds out, oh, it's my best friend's sister. I can't do that. He's like, oh no, I want to do it anyway. Like that. That's like his his whole trajectory. personality. That's his trajectory. It's, it's like,
0: I think uh, it's like he is a proper child. Yeah. Like when it comes to his mental state, and she's like a grown ass woman, right? And it's so funny because, like, you see, you go through the novel with uh, with Simon. I hate that name for the the novel. I actually like
1: Simon, but I just I think he made the name bad.
0: That's it. But you go through the novel with him and character growth for him. On paper, you could say one thing. Well, in the beginning, he was a sad boy. At the end, he's accepted that he's still a sad boy. That's literally it. Nothing's changed about his fucking character.
1: No, he didn't really grow at all. And I do think she <laughs> fucked up. He
0: fucking flatlined midway. I
1: think they I think they both fucked up a lot. Um like I think in the like the amount of times they fucked up, he fucked up more times, but she fucked up in a bigger way. Especially that the end when she literally took advantage of the fact that he was sleeping and drunk. That's like he's she raped him. Yeah. She raped him.
2: Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, she straight that's, up raped him to have weird. a baby,
1: and that and then still failed. <laughs> it, well, no. So it, the, at the time, that this was not considered rape when this was written, but like it is, it is though because it's no consent. It's non consensual, but it was by society standards they wouldn't have considered it that way even though it if you go by like what the definition because of rape is it's meri-
0: because back then marital relations yeah. anything that happened in No I mean was... when this
1: book was written this book was written in the early 2000s Oh I was
0: talking about like actually in the 1800s
1: No there's other things I want to point that out with in the 1800s too and there's other things I want to point out in there that they're actually very accurate with which still bothers me like but sexism. I understand the sexism for sure but when this novel was written because they do have modern notions in romance novels because if you look at romance novels from the 70s sex scenes are like ethereal things that happen and there's no real description but it's like all these colors and feelings and that is They,
0: they describe it in drug form yeah, Life, that's like, literally what, that's,
1: <laughs> it's what it's like but it's so it, weird and it, 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 the romance novels have not fall but in like I think if the these were written in early 2000s at the time in our culture that wouldn't have been considered rape it wouldn't have even though if by definition it is
0: Oh, I feel like we've regressed in time when it comes to writing books, but that's just my personal opinion. (laughs) This is
1: from the 2000s. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's still regressed.
1: Anyway, but, like, there's a lot of things that I think, like, were an issue with this novel. I think the main thing is, is that, yeah, she may have fucked up, but, like, her character was written so well and so thoroughly, and she had so much personality that the meshing of them two together just didn't make sense to me. No. As a couple.
0: Honestly, I just pair her with her brother.
1: That's and, disgusting. Okay, but I know. Personality-wise,
0: is... personality-wise, Anthony can... was twenty fucking <laughs> times better.
1: Thank you, and Anthony is not twenty times better in this book <laughs> because he's her brother and his personality is that of a fucking wet blanket in this book too. And it's still Gosh, twenty times better. My favorite. Colin. Better. Colin. My favorites
0: Colin. the Actually, the my favorite is their ten-year-old daughter. Isith. Yeah. No. No. Was it Isith? Yeah. Yeah it was just out of nowhere and that was the only point where Simon actually felt like a true character right it's like what the fuck is this 10 year old child <laughs> like that that is the only time he actually was like wow this is a character and then he went back to the dog shit again it,
1: but I don't know I also think a lot of things happened in this in this book where it was like it was set up in a way so they were made to fail. right like back at that time women were not allowed to know anything about marital relationship relations until they were about to get married and then they were told but more than likely by their mother her mother never actually told her how a baby was made so she was and and simon used the fact that that was like she didn't know and told her he couldn't have kids like, it was just yeah. destined to be a clusterfuck. Honestly. <laughs>
0: yeah, like... What, what is this, uh, it's like the middle schooler syndrome, right? That he has that exact syndrome where the, where it's like every problem that he ever experiences is the worst thing in the world to him.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. He feels like he is punishing his father, but his dad's dead. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. You're no longer living your life for yourself. You're living your life for your dead father, still. Just despite
0: him. I just find it really amusing that, like... Also, if you put it in this context, it kind of makes sense. Because he stuttered and struggled for so long to become normal, quote-unquote, like that word even exists.
1: Well, at the time, he's... he would have considered been considered a pariah and non-intelligent. He had a speech stutter. Impediment. Yeah,
0: a speech impediment. No, oh, he's
1: fucking... He's socially inept.
0: He's, like, dumb.
1: He's socially inept because his father ostracized him from the social world, so he had no actual way of becoming socially anything. And he actually wasn't socially inept. In his society, he was very well influential. Okay,
0: you know... I would be really influential, too, if I didn't say a damn word except maybe one word every now and then, and I just so happen to have a good-looking face. how
1: How about this? How about I explain it to you this way, John? He has a stutter. He was made to feel like the stutter made him seem like he was stupid and would not be accepted by society. Society, in fact, did accept him to an extreme extent that he was held in a high regard, simply because he was too afraid to actually say more words because he knew he may stutter. That makes you have emotional stunting due to the mental abuse your parent had actually put on you. He had a lot of social. He was he had a lot of social graces. He was just emotionally stunted because they didn't have therapy.
0: Yeah.
2: Are you good? <laughs> but anyway, He literally
1: wrote it because he was wrote it as him with a speech impediment. That's it.
2: What's frustrating about this book is like, granted, it's it's in the eighteen hundreds, but it's like it shows you how s- simple things like good sex education and communication can solve all your problems. Oh, and uh, prof- thank you. And, and uh, the lack of uh,
0: sexism and yeah, um, I mean... proper moral conduct. And um, actually, well, as Nadine said, therapy. How important yeah. all of those yeah, like, are.
2: Like, <laughs> the, the, the main like conflicts in this book are all stemming from the fact that they just can't talk about what the main issue is. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> He doesn't want to have a kid because he doesn't want because he ha- he's mad at his dad and he doesn't want to have a kid and carry on his family life. He just doesn't want to be part of that lifestyle.
1: Well, it, it's not even just that though. Like she is capable, fully capable of conversing and actually having a conversation and explaining your feelings. But a lot of it does come down to the family dynamics they both grew up in. Yeah. She grew up in a very open and loving family. He grew up in a very closed off, not speaking family. And yes, I understand that they had he he had that as a child. But once you start in a new relationship, and they are now married, you should probably tell your spouse all of these things and actually be honest. Like, you should, it's gonna be hard, yeah, but you should actually speak about it, because otherwise your marriage is gonna fail, honestly. Yeah.
2: Um, and, like, the, every argument they solve by just not talking to each other. Right. Like, that's not, As well I said, that's what he does. That's like, what I said, middle schooler syndrome. That yeah. is, that's quite literally this character.
1: I don't think this is a horrible book. I just think the execution of this book and the characters they had put together didn't work. Yeah. Personally.
0: I think the correct word here would be this is... I wouldn't consider this a terrible book by any means. But it has... There are redeeming qualities to it, but there's nothing that makes it really stand out. It's just a book. Right. Like, it is... You go into... Like, you know, you go into, like, a discount bookstore... And you read through all of the, oh, the princess and his queen, and all of the uh, prince and his queen, and you read through all these books, and you just see the duke and I, and you're like,
1: eh, okay, I'll grab
0: that one. That's what that book feels like. It's just like, it's there. It's, 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 it's an okay book, but it's yeah. not the best thing in the world. The
1: funny thing is, this series is actually an extremely popular series, but the first book isn't. And...
0: So that we're doing this again, where you're like, hey... All of these are good except this one, and I want to read this one. God
1: damn it. I didn't pick it, well, Dan
2: I just picked it because I wanted to get I, I wanted to read a romance novel, and this is the romance novel that I could read because I saw the I saw the Netflix show, we'll talk about that later. But what what do you you said that there were some redeeming qualities like what what do you guys think are like the positives of this book? Like, what kept you I going? actually did
1: like the the family di- family dynamic mm-hmm. of the Bridgertons. I think the draw to the series and the reason why people probably kept reading and went to the second book is because of the Bridgerton family and how they interacted with each other. They are so loving and so conversing and so protective of each other, and they actually do genuinely care about each other as a family Yeah, in I, it.
0: Could, I could fully understand why this has more books because the Bridgertons are in yeah. it. If it yeah. was literally about them and their relationship. What else could you add to it? It's already a screwed up, messed up relationship as is. Like, were you going to go into make more misunderstandings? No, like this, I agree. The Bridgertons are the
2: reason why this entire book works. Yeah. And it's kind of like a cool, like, obviously it's based off of like Regency era, like 1800s England, I guess. I I
1: don't think Regency is 1800s, but yeah, Regency era.
2: But like, it, it is kind of a cool little world where like... There's a different fan, couple of different families. There's the whole like gossip columns with Lady Whistledown.
1: It's not really columns. They're pamphlets. So what they used to do back in the day is whoever the anonymous like scandal writer would be yeah. would actually sell, set out a pam- pamphlet. And the way they explain it in the book is actually pretty ingenious. She set it out for free until she knew that the ton was actually like addicted to her column. And then she charged them an exorbitant amount of money. And she knew they'd pay it. Because, because they're they in they're into it now. They're it, they suckered in. It's
0: also kind of funny too that she uh, she got along well with Daphne. <laughs> it always found that kind of interesting. And then uh, the... got along
1: well with Daphne. Yeah. Lady Whistledown has never figured out in this book.
0: Really? Who was the character that walked in with uh, with Daphne's mom into that conversation? It was like third of the way through the book.
1: It wasn't Lady. They they don't reveal who Lady Whistledown yeah. is until book four.
0: I'm not reading that many books. I'm not. not <laughs> we reading more. Okay, you're reading
1: more. <laughs> that's
2: that is one other thing about this like book is there you don't really get a lot from the other characters other than Simon and Daphne.
1: Well, they had Lady Danbury. That's who you're talking about. That's Lady yeah. Danbury is is um, the aunt of Simon, but she is high esteemed in society. She's not Lady down
0: Okay, that's why I was thinking. But oh man, some other things about this book. Uh. It felt like the time management was really strange on this book. It like, did feel a little like odd. The first, the first 70% of the book can really be tied down to two weeks worth of time. Yeah, that's right. then the, And then a two-month skip, and then a year skip in the last 30, 30%. And it's just that that timing is really odd. It really is weird. It
1: wasn't a year skip, but like it was... It like. The way they made, drew out... I think they drew out the beginning too much they, is they what it was. Did. I yeah. think when you... And if they had elongated <laughs> the problems they had, she would have actually had more room to work to make it not feel so dumb basically yeah the issues that they had it would have, they, she would have been able to get more delved into the emotions that they have i feel like if she had shortened the beginning and elongated the end more and probably put more of a built in build up in her with their relationship where he had more of a side into it
0: maybe this is my just personal preference too one thing that really stuck out to me in this book is it's a very talking type most of the book comes down to really conversation and feeling And I'm the type of person that actually likes a little bit of, you know, world and background building. So, it's just kind of already assumed that you knew it. Well, so,
1: that's because... Sorry, our dog is panting in the background. (laughs) 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 Axel's, like, pissy because Ronan's still eating. Because Ronan eats, like, two cups at a time because he's a puppy still. And Axel's eating, like, half a cup at a time. And he's like, motherfuckers, I want more food. Anyway. Um... I think it, it, it's because Regency era historical novels, oftentimes people who are reading that already know the rules. Because all across all Regency era romance novels, they all have the same rules. So there's no world building that's needed. It's already there.
0: But the thing is, though, as the first book, if someone got into this book out of nowhere, really...
1: There would be all no you
0: could but I'm just saying, all you can really pull from it as a person who does not read that, as I said my preference Nadine my preference when reading this book it literally felt like people were just talking back and forth and that was it did you guys have any standout characters at that- um there was a couple that really really stood out to me obviously Daphne which is the main female character she was just she's just as we said a really well fleshed out character she
1: was amazingly different. Um, and and
0: i'd say if you could take out some of the characters in the book you could take out like a good half of them but if you took out her the entire book would be nothing if they replaced her with like a little bit of a less what's the word like if a guy wrote this and made her a little bit 2d <laughs> right then this book would basically just be a bargain bin yeah like you I, know I, like a 50 I, cent read i'd kind of
2: be interested to see like a book of just daphne like turning down guys left and right yeah and like...
1: yeah that would be great
2: yeah like that I would, I would actually read that because like you get the one dude nigel that's like Kind of okay. Wait, 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 wait!
0: I don't. I want to save that because that is okay. a really good talking point. We're going on to our favorite characters. Um, uh, so Daphne, obviously, Anthony is just—he's hilarious and he's also extreme. Every time he's—he's he's like that overprotective dad. When uh of the daughter, like when a guy comes over he just sets the shotgun down on the uh on the table, it's like those southern dads. You got to
1: remember he was the supposed to be the head of the family at the time, so his job was to protect his sisters, all of his sisters' virtue and reputation. Mm-hmm. That's his job.
0: I know, but it's just it's amusing to me because he's like that's you're my friend, you went for my sister, time to kill you. And it's just like whoa, 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 time out, time out <laughs> I would
1: say Japanese is great, but I do think my favorite character is actually probably Colin, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm with Dan. Colin's pretty great. I just, I
0: just want to, I just want to throw this in there. Um, Simon's butler.
1: It's hilarious. <laughs> I love that.
0: Every time he just appears, he's so fucking sarcastic. and so <laughs> sassy. The ones, oh, they're yeah. so good. Both yeah. of their
1: butlers like, are like all of like all the
0: housekeepers and butlers are so good. They're so well written. It's they funny. they are really
1: well written, which is actually really funny because a lot of times they don't even put them in these Regency novels. To yeah, they're just them. like a
0: filler. They're, they're fillers. a filler to a filler a, to. A filler to Bring out the 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 character of the actual characters. No, these bitches should have names. Yeah, like, all all like, like, they the, were funniest.
2: They all have like a better grasp of reality of the world than all the the uh, the main characters. It's like I, I always imagine. Well, it's like, because in our the 60s. main
1: characters are ridiculously rich and have no concept of how the real I guess it makes working. sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, I just had to interrupt there because I just distinctly remember you guys were talking about Colin and how you know. How funny he was. And I'm like, yo, what about the housekeeper that uh, yeah. Simon's like, where's my wife? And he's like, well, I don't know, sir. He's your, she's your wife. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's
2: like, I don't know, maybe maybe she's at your house?
0: He's so he savage. <laughs> he's so savage.
1: Anyway. um.
0: And you were talking about Colin.
1: I was like, Colin was pretty good. I think I liked Colin because he was protective, but not in an overly way where it was like he was controlling he was also, like, trying to see things from Daphne's side and understanding yes. that it is her life and not trying to be overbearing and like a, do like, whatever Like he a wanted. brother,
0: not yeah. a dad.
1: Well, yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. But, like, also, he also understood that, like, he couldn't do things for her. I mean, he wanted to, and he did try to push it, but then when she put her foot down, he backed off because... He knew that he it wasn't his life; it's hers.
0: Also, you know how they originally brought up the fact that there's like you know eight brothers and sisters total in the Bridgertons or whatever. I only remember three. (laughs) It's like I and there's there's and it's just like the obviously that one that the two golden liners from uh, the ten year old sister, and then they said something about her. The other sister she appealed she appeared for like. Like a glimpse here and there, <laughs>
1: okay,
0: so it, and then the other brother of the three of of uh, Anthony. What
2: guy I, I was just say like yeah, the, the middle brother. I don't I don't know. His name's right. like something Illington or whatever.
1: They are an ABCD Yeah, so order, who, who's dude. the B brother? Fillington. So It's <laughs> Anthony, it's Anthony Benedict. Benedict. Benedict, that's it. Colin, Daphne, Eloise.
0: I did not ever Francesca. Okay. Okay.
1: Hyacinth. I mean, no. No. Gregory. Gregory Hyacinth. Okay,
0: three of those characters I have not experienced yet. Yes.
1: No, they mentioned them all. They just didn't speak that much. They had, I think, Elsie's may have had one line.
0: That's what I mean. I think that was that 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 one scene where uh, they were like with the ship with the entire Bridgerton thing or whatever. Whatever. It, and you know, also the one where they fell in the uh, thing and made a huge deal out of that. Um, but I, she said one line.
1: I and, mean, what woman doesn't want to see a really hot gorgeous guy get out of water?
0: <laughs> and then start fist fighting with another hot gorgeous guy is that what it's supposed to be that happens sure. to be her brother
1: why not <laughs>
2: it's fucking weird dude <laughs> hey man, just, uh, just, it's like what you said like the junk food as far as like reading it is like it, it's not this
0: is
1: there are better novels out this there. is
0: in my opinion you know, there is the cheap dollar store cakes and stuff that you can buy and Express eat Express this already. There is the wedding cakes that are so gloriously made. You get them professionally done from an actual confectioner. And this is the shit you go to, like, one yeah, of the, like, like, Redners and, the thing, like, and you buy a cake in the fucking I, frozen aisle. I was aisle. a little
2: <laughs> worried about reading this just because I'm not a, a good, like, I'm not a great reader oh, this as is far a, as, like, sitting down. This is a no. great
0: entry book to this type of genre. I, I will say yes, that. this. This is fantastic. Is. That's a great point. I'm not going to throw that away from them. This is a very good book to get someone into romance. Like it's easy, but as someone it's easy
2: who's, to get into, easy to get through, and, like...
1: I would like to say most romance novels are ridiculously easy to get through. Not because they are... Not because all of them are ridiculously easy, because, because they are they have more fun to them. It's they're also, like, they're fluffy, it's
0: it's, it's fluffy is what i like to call it where it has a lot extra stuff in it that isn't the romance but it pertains to it but it's funny and it's actually stuff you can get into the fluff here was just depressing yeah
1: the fluff in this is too dramatic (laughs) this
0: is this is a saltine cracker and some cheese in the cheese on top like
2: there is no fucking fluff in this shit why am i talking about food
1: There's a little what?
2: Mm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very. There's a lot of emo aspects of this book. <laughs> like Dan actually really
1: enjoyed I, I, this, though. I, I did
2: enjoy. I um, did enjoy it. I was not going to go down that route and say it was emo. So but... how about
1: how about this, Dan? Why don't you tell us why you enjoyed it because you did pick this, and we haven't heard nearly as much about from about it from you. And I feel like John and I are just like ranting. We're not. We're arguing
0: book, about yet. the book at this point. Yeah, we're like arguing, we always do. We're
1: arguing about how much we both dislike yes. this book. And then
0: meanwhile, Stan's like, "Wow, this book's actually really good." This fucking sucks, you Stan. Know, it,
2: it's. <laughs> I won't say it's good. It's. It's just like easy. It's. It's. It's very like. There, you don't have to think about it too much. There's some like kind of darkish things about it that you can kind of like oh. But they they don't really like. I don't think you necessarily have to think about them too much. You can, but they just kind of make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. I will say, Dan, I love you so much, but I. T- what?
0: I don't understand what you just said. You don't understand?
2: <laughs> no. So like, there's there's some like themes that if you really think about, like, hey, like he the uh, the dad's kind of very abusive to to Simon in the beginning, so that's kind of like a mm-hmm. heavier theme than the book really could entail or should entail but like Or let on at all. Or let on Because at all. he wasn't even a
0: character in the book. He was just a, Well, no, it's a background for the
1: father. That's what I mean. I yeah. The main character. That's what it is. It's the background the main for Simon.
0: It's the what is the word? It's the uh it's the plot trauma that they have to put, they put yeah. something like that in a romance book and it's something that the main character overcomes to well happy ending
2: and the know. biggest conflict that they have is like the fact that he's kind of lying to her about that he doesn't want to have kids even though she is obviously wants a family and instead of just being honest with her and saying like hey like I can't have kids I don't want them he, he kind of
1: he's, is, dishonest.
2: he's dishonest and he doesn't kind of like come full forward and then she kind of like responds to it by kind of doing something a little messed up
1: A lot messed up. Lot messed up. We're not
2: going to talk into that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I don't want to. But
2: exactly, like, and and again, like, this is written in 2000. I'm not that. That's an excuse, but it's like. (laughs) I think you. It's like enough. It's like mini scandal. Mm -hmm. That kind of hooks you in and like.
1: That's what romance novels are, and yeah. a lot of Regency ones yeah. are like that. Like, I, I don't read a lot of romance novels, but I do listen to a lot of romance podcasts. Well, I've listened to two, cause, and they're...
0: A bunch is two. Yeah, a bunch is two for <laughs> If you <laughs> give me a bunch of flowers and it's just two just depressing roses, I'm gonna both, be upset. They're
1: actually both ridiculously funny podcasts, though. That's why I got into them, because they're actually really funny. Um, but they, they both, like... Do read a lot of Regencies, right? Yeah. And a lot of the Regency romances all have some tropes like this, not quite in the same sense, but there is like a, a uh, something that nowadays would be like, "This is fucking stupid. Why is this a conflict that they have to get over? Like one is poor and the other one's rich, <laughs> kind of thing." Yeah,
0: like very, very tropey. I actually do like the poor um, versus rich trope, but I don't like it when it, it's always the same rich man, poor girl. And when they inverse that, right, it just, it becomes a male, like a male written novel, like I was saying before.
1: It, but I, a lot of them oh, no, do, a-, <laughs> a lot of them are like, do do that, where like they have that hook to it, where it's like, it's dramatic, and then you get into it. They have a lot of drama in like, I think some of the, fantasy ones or, like, or the
0: like, sci-fi ones, but, like, as a different kind of stuff. Or, yeah. or, like, the the, you know, they'll have, like, hidden qualities to each character that you discover as time goes on. You're like, right. wow, that's even more cool.
1: They're better written.
0: Yes, there's yeah. actually some flesh to the bone, you know? It's not... Yeah.
1: There's gonna be some books I'm gonna make you read that are not great.
0: You are going to you are going to (laughs) space. because they. You are going to space these books out, (laughs) fucking far apart. Because if I if I have a podcast next month and you're like, hey, I need you to read this uh this book, (laughs) I will drop you. No,
1: we're gonna do something that's actually uh a lot of people are talking about. So it's actually good. It's Wednesday. We're gonna watch
0: Wednesday. So Tori just finished it. Am I gonna have to rewatch it with her? Yeah. No. Oh,
2: have you wa- Did you watch it?
0: No, I just walked uh, out there. and thought it was Harry Potter.
2: <laughs> anyway, you know what I mean.
1: Anyway, so what else do you think about this this, this book, Dan?
2: No, I, I think it. uh
1: it, <laughs> it sounds like a Windex bottle. Your dog.
2: Yeah, it it, it it's good enough that like I do actually kind of want to. Dive a little bit deeper into the rest of the books, and maybe I'll probably read like in the, the next one or two just to see if it's. From what I hear, it's does get more intricate. with The, the
1: books from uh, do get better, from what I understand. I eventually am going to do the second season of Bridgerton. Yeah. I, I I want to do it before the third season comes out because Bridgerton is so big. So like I wanted to do it as like something that we we read and watch I mean, right we before can the get third. Get back
0: se- into later yeah. on, for yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. like I actually. Now that you've given me high hopes outside the podcast about uh, the next season coming, or the season we're going to be watching, I'm fine with it now.
1: Well, the, the, the first season is ridiculously good. Like, it was it yeah. was really, really good. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah Our next podcast. So, so a lot of what There's I have to say like, is
2: going to have to deal with the like, comparing and contrasting the, the, the series and the book, but I don't want to talk about that now. But as far as like just the book on its own, I think I... I can't Assault. say I love it. No, it, I don't think it's one of my favorite books ever. But I, it's like it's 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 fun. it's good. I have Isn't I that? have
0: a very I have like one of those big Walmart bins um, that I have in the garage that has a bunch of novels that Satori's been reading. Yeah, if I picked one of those novels out, it'd feel like this book.
2: Yeah, right. It do,
0: it really doesn't stand out. It's not a bad book by any means.
2: Yeah, like I I am,
0: but it just doesn't stand out to me. Yeah, and I probably I'm not gonna lie to you. If we weren't watching. The season
2: about this book, I probably would forget this book's existence in a mo- in another week. Yeah, like if I didn't see this the series first, I would never pick this book.
1: Well, I don't think you would have ever picked a romance novel. You probably, probably wouldn't have picked a book because you don't like to read. But yeah. I the the, the the I I do think <laughs> sorry that's so mean I do think I do think you you mean when, when you're someone who's not a big reader who doesn't really like to read that much mm-hmm. I think watching like something on the screen sometimes does influence you to read the book sometimes you hate the book because you like the show or the movie better sometimes you think it gets you into reading could you like the book so much
0: yeah I'm definitely the opposite though if I, if I can read so much easier than I can watch things it's just it's always been that way so like I actually went through this book very quickly like all in one sitting about five hours like I straight on just went through the book.
1: Yeah, I don't have enough time in my day to go straight through the book. I'm I so to... sorry that you're old. Yeah, uh, I'm so sorry that I have a job and that you don't. Right. So I, I guess I'll come
2: clean. Book. Like I'm a I'm an audiobook person. Just cause. He oh.
1: Does. Does. Oh God. Wait, so
0: to... I read. You watch TV, and he's like the demented cousin, the audiobook. Okay,
1: look, I read and watch TV. I go between the two. Well,
0: well, at least you have some taste. He just pulls up the audiobook where he doesn't feel like watching something, but he also doesn't feel like reading John, about
1: it. His vision is really, really bad. <laughs> So,
2: so bad. For, for this <laughs> just ones. get binoculars in front of the fucking
1: TV. Yeah, that's
2: that's why I had the PDF for it. <laughs> I, it like... but he
1: was at, I even with the PDF, I watched him go like this and like <laughs> lean forward and squint and then so eventually like, give up and, and then, think, then go to the audio. I, like I never
2: realized it, but maybe that has been one of the reasons it's been so hard for me to read, just because like it is hard for me to see. Like well, that
0: is not just a reason. That might be the direct thing <laughs> and why you aren't reading. <laughs> yeah. I, there is. This is beyond a reason, sir. This is just the truth
2: cuz I actually do like the audiobooks and I I can put it to like like double speed and still like comprehend everything.
1: Well, th- to be I honest with to you, to be honest with you, the audiobooks are paced very slow. So if I do read it, if I, if I've ever I ever listened a to, to a yeah.
0: breakdown when I listen to an audiobook, they're like the character walked to the bar. <laughs> they grabbed a drink and I'm like get these fucking headphones off me. <laughs> <It's too> slow, <laughs> I'm right? like I and then even if you speed up, the character walked to the bar. They grabbed a drink. And I'm like, I can't stand the way this person's talking!
2: Well, th- th- this one wasn't, wasn't too bad. It was... I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank but you, thank you John. Again,
0: Demented Cousin, the audiobook. You can keep that to yourself. <laughs> <I, laughs> now, why did you bring up the audiobook again? Because <laughs> it was originally a topic.
1: Well, Dan, Dan, Dan has read a couple books that weren't audiobooks before. Yeah. But, like, I, would, I, I will say, though, like... I did notice that he really enjoyed it because he would talk about it. He was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting through this. Oh, this is a good part. Oh, I'm getting really into this audio yeah. Why are you disturbing me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: uh- <laughs> that's, that's impressive. Uh, so but- Tori would ask me about it, and I would just be frank with her and be like, oh, it's another one of those romance books. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that kind?
2: I'm like, yeah, that kind. And that was it. That was the only conversation we had about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's, it's, it, it's fun. It's it's like the same concept of watching like one of those... like. Shitty reality show TV's show, TV shows. Okay,
0: that is such a good point that it makes Break. me feel nauseous. It is. That is such a good way to describe it. It's like, it's like going to watch sports and then you put on golf. It's just like why? <laughs> <laughs> That's so it's, good. No, man. Dan's
1: analogy is way better. Like it is like a yeah. shitty reality TV show. It's got the drama in it. It has the romance in it. Right. It captures your attention pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, like the, the show it's that comes up is like the uh, what, what's got like all the. Of it. My the Love Is Blind show, or oh like, yeah, like, it, it feels like that because like it's almost the same kind of
1: character development.
2: Thirty, yeah, <laughs> 30 day not fi- what was it? The Thirty
0: Day Fiance is what. The Thirty Day
1: Fiance actually had more character development than Love Is Blind. I'm gonna be honest. with
0: you. Oh man, but I also Catfish as well have
2: more.
1: Go go. What were you saying, Dan? But yeah, like it
2: just like something to like. Take you out of your whatever. It's like a, it's like world. a, it's
1: like comfort food.
2: Yeah, comfort food.
1: It's nice. It's easy. It doesn't make you think too hard. It's the it's... frozen
2: cake in the freezer
0: aisle. Yeah. Like yeah. I, like I, I, like I said before, and you're like, okay, John, you've said that's enough, and then I brought it up again. And now you're like, yeah. And
1: we're like. Brownie dough right? <coughs> or cookie dough? It's the fucking. Yeah, it's yeah. chocolate chip cookie dough, and you just take it into it. It's the like, red. It's the red.
0: It's the red Baron pizza. Like, <laughs> red, Baron, nah, red Baron. I don't know
1: about the Red Baron. I don't like Red Baron.
0: though. DiGiorno's. DiGiornos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. You guys got quality in your life. I'm okay, broke, we, so. We <laughs> no, <laughs> be fancy here. We can afford a DiGiorno's. <laughs> we <laughs> bougie.
2: Actually, we don't even have an oven to cookie, Yeah, <laughs> we
1: don't have an oven. So we do <laughs> microwave it.
2: <laughs>
0: right, but, I don't
1: think I, I, I am even paid off.
0: <laughs> but anyways, um, overall though, like this this book wasn't that terrible, although it makes me feel uncomfortable to say that. Um, there is a lot of humor in this. Like, a surprising amount of humor that they crammed into this. Of course, it's overshadowed by all of Simon. But they actually crammed quite a bit of humor into it that's actually quality. How about, like, when, uh, what was it? The one, when... Oh, that's right. The, the the one guy that was chasing after Daphne first. Nigel. Oh Yeah, Nigel. In the very
1: beginning. That was a funny scene. It was a creepy scene, but it was a funny scene. Because she legit just decked him. She was like, all right, I try being nice. I'm going to punch you now.
2: The, the, <laughs> uh, but what really got me about that is when it's like hey, I love how Daphne isn't afraid to just knock you the fuck out I know
1: she's <laughs> like, not she's like look she punched Simon in the face
2: yeah. got <laughs> a fucking like, bruise she
1: was like I thought this would make you back down he was like no why are you punching me
0: there was a uh, w- w- the one scene that really made me crack up in that entire like Nigel thing is when they're like you gotta keep it down Nigel's over there and then someone's like Daphne how are you doing they just see Nigel pop up like huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, a gopher. like a gopher it's like where <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just uh, like two paragraphs of the way that he's walking, just deadpan directly towards her. And I'm like, okay, he's that's, like that's the fucking like up. Old... Oh, like we, 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 we all
1: know a Nigel. We all, know a,
2: all Nigel. know a Nigel. Yeah,
0: we know a Nigel.
1: <laughs> the, but Ni- the Nigel scene was really funny because she was like, Nigel, I'm not into you. Her brother told him. She told him previously. And then she's telling him again, like, look, dude, nah. And he's <gasps> like, no, 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 no one else will talk to me. You're so nice. He's like an incel the three he's like one of those guys who like think that like if you're nice to them that means you're in love with them and yeah. therefore they get sex and in his cage marriage well
0: yeah. there was three pages of how they were to, trying to dispose of Nigel's body and then he'd wake up and they knocked him unconscious again they're like so what are we gonna do and
1: they're like I guess we'll just leave him there <laughs> yeah we'll just
0: leave him there and then another one's like well we could stuff him like you know in your carriage or something and drop him off on the road I'm like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> like Jesus guys like that, <laughs> you, can't take you know what? And,
1: he doesn't take a hint.
0: And speaking of said same scene, said same scene. Okay, that's that's a tongue twister. He was
1: all about like seducing her. Yeah, before yeah. Before he figured out that but it was his best friend's sister.
0: When Simon got basically passed around. The entire ballroom for all the, you know, all the mothers or what they called the, what, what do they call it? The boisterous mamas or what they said they called
1: The hungry mamas. The hungry
0: mamas. But there was one particular one that really stuck out to me and it was the three girls.
1: The Featheringtons?
0: The Featheringtons.
1: They come up a lot.
0: And then the, the tangerine girl.
1: <laughs> Penelope? Yeah.
0: Apparently, what what was the way that Simon put it? Because this actually, this, this gave a lot better of a description than it should have. It was something along the lines of, like, she wasn't a looker by any means, especially with the uh, the tangerine outfit. that. But
1: they kept saying but
0: that. They, but it was like, but she was different, and you could tell. She was definitely smarter. And it was just like, well, the Featheringtons are all just a bunch of weirdos anyways.
1: Well, no. The way they were trying to portray her in that scene, with what they were basically describing is that she was intelligent, where the other ones were, like, kind of desperate, and maybe not that intelligent. Because they actually said... Multiple times that the other ones, the other sisters, the two older sisters were not smart, and the mother wasn't smart because she kept dressing her youngest daughter in unflattering colors with
0: her skin tone and with then using tan, tangerine. It cracked me up that entire scene. It's just like,
1: but they, but they keep referring to it and saying if her mother would just stop putting it on their goddamn cobbler. So basically, what's happening is it was her even mom, written
0: in one of the uh, the, the things before if, the chapters, right?
1: Mm-hmm, her mom apparently just consistently. Puts her in orange, despite the fact that everyone is like, "No, she doesn't look good it's, in orange." Yeah. <laughs> but that's actually the, the, w-
2: the one moment yeah. I, I do like that Simon does is that like he like dances with her because, but like I guess he does it because he knows that like every, no one will take it seriously. Usher, that no, was, that I, I entire think you might
1: have scene, done it to be nice to yeah. dance with That her actually
2: mouth, entire basically. scene just kind of like
0: was like, where'd this come from? You know, because just all of a sudden, and it was like one of those things where, uh, oh God, what is her name? The Miss Bridgington or whatever, Miss Bridgerton. Her name's Violet. Violet. That's the mother. Yeah, I know. Talking about Mrs. What?
1: Bridgerton. Lady Bridgerton. Yeah, Lady, Lady Bridgerton.
0: She was looking off and this, hoping to see uh, Daphne and Simon dance together as so, you well. Know, and then she's like, "Now, why is Simon dancing with that tangerine, or like that that feathering tent again?" I'm just like, "Where did that come from?" Well,
1: no, she didn't say it quite like that. I think she was like, "Oh, she's there," whatever. But but, no, uh, yeah, no one really took it seriously, honestly. Like, I'm gonna reveal something about the books in this. You are not okay. Fine. You're done. Uh, You're done. They yeah. allude to it in the show, honestly. Anyway.
0: Okay, then we'll watch the show and find out. Yeah, Miss spoiler.
1: What do you guys think about Lady Whistledown's uh, gossip pamphlet?
0: I didn't know it was a gossip, gossip pamphlet until like five chapters in. I'm like, what the fuck does this keep popping up for?
1: They to talk went, about it in the beginning know, of
0: the book. I know, I know, but I've read a lot of novels that have a pre-chapter header that describes something that's inconsequential. That occurs, so I'm so used to <laughs> skipping it. So when so, I was on the fifth chapter, I'm like, wait a minute,
2: wait a minute, this seems kind of important, so I had to go back so and read I'll, them I'll, again. I'll be honest, too, like, I, I kind of ignored it, so I, I did watch the show first, so I kind of knew, like, what it was. Right. Reading through the book the first, like, couple chapters, like, I didn't really pay attention to it too, that much, I was like, alright, that's, I know that's the lady whistle down, it's whatever, it's like the little thing, but then, like, I actually went through a second time. And just kind of like looked at all like the, the like scenes where people are talking about the, the whistle down pap- papers and like why they're relevant and what they do. And yeah. it actually does have a lot of impact on like society. Society, like what's happening with the characters and why they make the decisions they do.
1: Well, not um, only that, but like at the time you gotta remember those, 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 uh, the gossip rags is basically what they yeah. were. They were. The, the time it was all based off of reputation. So if there was a scandal to be made, there's a scandal to be talked about, then that was the scandal right there, and that's where you got it from the scandal sheets, right? Yeah. So it really affected not just one person's life, but everyone's life. So it was honestly like, even though for me this book fell a little, fell a little short, like kind of genius for this author to have that in there, because I don't know any other Regency novel that does actually have like an excerpt from the column they just talk about the column yeah. they do and every one they talk about the fact that they're they're gonna get there's gossip that they're gonna get talked about someone saw it there's gonna be a scandal this one actually has one of the gossip sheets so
0: it's actually kind of cool that's the reason why I was saying uh, like I had to revisit it a little bit because it turns out that that little panel is actually very important yeah because it, sh- it says you don't really get to see everyone's opinion about the, the situations and what's, what ends up happening, but the gossip panel actually gets the entire ton's yeah. opinion and what's going on, and then that actually explains why Simon's always
2: like, I was a joke, or whatever, you know? Yeah, it's like, right. it's the whole idea of, like, optics. Well, and, like, what, what you do isn't just impacting that person, but, like, maybe. everyone else around looks at it and sees...
1: What you're doing. What right. You're doing. And then, oh, not only that, too, but, like, You, like, legit got it all over yourself. Anyway, um...
0: I'm so sorry. I had foam on my beard and it got on my lips. So what the fuck else am I supposed to do? It's all over your shirt, too. (laughs) Who cares? I'm gonna wash it. Don't look at me.
1: Uh, anyway. (laughs) But, like, it also, like, not only that, but, like, a gossip about whatever you're doing, even if it's something innocent, like, say you, a woman was uh, seen alone in a hallway with a man without an escort, that could ruin her and having a gossip sheet like that could totally either ruin also, her reputation or force them to marry.
0: It's it's actually kind of funny because like I read that gossip sheet right after the chapter where they went into the uh the oh, God, it was the um, the flower section, the grove or whatever, mm-hmm. hidden by themselves, and one person saw it, and it became the gossip of the town mm-hmm. immediately after. It didn't seem like that until you read that gossip panel in between the chapters, and then afterwards you're like, oh, now this all this stuff suddenly makes a little bit more sense, you know? Right,
1: like, it's not just happening because for no reason. It's because in society, everyone was watching everyone. Everyone was waiting for someone to fuck up. And they were all desperate for something juicy to talk about and spread through the People entire People didn't have society. Love is
2: Blind on Netflix to watch, so it feels like yeah. it was just like, yeah. Literally it's the home. nosy neighbor yeah. syndrome.
1: Well, they like Dan said, they didn't have Love is Blind to watch on Netflix, so what else <laughs> are they going to do with their time? <laughs> okay,
0: this is completely irrelevant to the podcast, but... like. <laughs> The other day, I uh, I was at my I was walking out of the house barefoot. I know, like, baby. I was walking out of my house barefoot in the rain, and uh, it was like drizzling. It was small, but yeah. I, I went and grabbed uh, the mail like I always do. I I don't wear shoes because I don't care. And I guess the lady on the end of the street realized for the first time, and she just deadpan stared at me, cocked her head and looked at me, and was just had this grossest look on her face. And I'm like, I'm sorry I was born this way. So I just I just deadpan
2: stared at her all the way back. We just locked eyes until I entered the house, and I've never felt the same sense. I mean, like- how many times at four in the morning I, I, I go out straight up in my underwear in the backyard? I'm really to,
1: hoping our neighbors yeah. don't see you. I because <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure the guy next door, Don, he gets up about four. I'm almost of the
0: morning. I'm almost certain that Satori has yelled at me once or twice for going back there without like pants or shorts on or something like that. No, but I have a privacy fence, uh, especially you know? in
2: the summer. Like when it's when it's like 80 degrees.
0: Okay, out. I'm not going to relate to going out bare naked in just underwear. You know, I'm not going to do it. Okay, anyways, back to the podcast.
1: But, like, I, I I, do, I do, like, that was an ingenious way to do it. Because they do always talk about in these, like, novels about, like, oh, the gossip and, like, how society and other members of the tunnel kind of detracts
0: from the novel. It kind of detracts from the actual stuff going on in present versus they were just talking about it in the background.
1: <sighs> right. And I, I think it, like... It makes it seem like, oh, everybody now knows. So now there's way more pressure. He mm-hmm. just wants someone to pay attention to him, that's all. Mm-hmm. Your brother's ignoring you, bud.
2: <laughs> We're gonna zest out. Okay.
1: All right.
0: It's so hard to talk about more. It's a fucking book. I mean,
1: I think we actually covered it pretty well, though. Yeah. Like, we went over everything. I think the only things that I would want to put more into it, like the best aspect of the book, like we've all mentioned, was probably the Bridgertons. But like honestly, if we if this book was to be rewritten, what would we fix about it? Like I think there's a lot.
0: Um. The t- the the pace of the book oh, pacing you changed it. the pacing would be great if it was it minor changes just to make it a little bit more even the pacing. The skips forward, the skips back. I wish there was more closure on the on the end of the chapter. It's just basic editing on the book. But the real big one is to make Simon a real fucking character. And not just...
1: Edit him a little bit more. Just make him more yeah. real.
2: <laughs> yeah, he think... feels like a plastic well, Ken doll. The thing,
1: eats, there are men out there that behave the way that he do. So he is like a real character. But give him more depth at the very least. Yeah,
2: that's, that's the thing. Like, I think... I think one thing that, like, one other goal for Simon, just, like, something else that he, like, I need more insight. Because, like, I feel like the first half of the book, it's just the two of them kind of, like, doing their little flirty thing. And, Which and, was they,
1: great, and I think they needed to do more of it's that. Actually,
0: yeah. It's actually funny, because now that I think about it, I don't have a personality I can really put on Simon at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, this... I, I have one.
1: Right. It's it's like an entitled dude. Like yeah, uh, he's, yeah he's like he's very the to... and He's
0: very insecure. About... I can I can put the yeah, middle like schooler syndrome. Yeah, I can put the middle school syndrome on it, but like I can't really put him into a personality. Rich kid
1: with daddy issues.
0: That's literally yeah. it. Like, but
1: <laughs> that's the personality.
0: But it's just like Daphne has a full fleshed out personality. She's got concerns about what's going on in her life. That
1: even though this is a romance novel, the series is. About the family, in a way. It does have a couple in each book that they focus on. Even
0: the series was like, hey, the original couple's fucking shit. Let's actually focus on the real problem." Honestly,
1: if I if they just made a book about the family itself and the whole dynamic yeah. and them growing no, up, I think I'd that, be about them. that.
2: That's actually a good point. This actually like, feels like a side story the more you if, think about if it. I, if I could fi- fix this book, maybe like an, an extra ta- chapter or two just on the Bridgertons or just on...
1: That's too much on the Bridgertons. This so, is a romance novel. Like I really yeah. feel like if they just did... Do you know how they had the flirting? I feel like they, if they had that longer and they fleshed out Simon's emotions a little bit more, yeah. like more in his head about like how he felt about her, but like he was like longing to tell her, but felt like he couldn't, that might have made it feel a little bit more palatable.
0: I know you guys have watched it, but it, to treat it as if you didn't, what are you actually looking forward to the most in comparison... Watching the season and the actual show versus the book.
1: I actually, uh, uh, if I had never watched the show and I was just going based off the book, I would say I am interested to see how they make Lady Whistledown work in the show.
0: Yes. 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 Because I, that's actually a really, really good one. Yeah. Um, I am very curious, partially because the way you mentioned it, but even so, I'm very curious how they flesh out Simon. Because he's such a blank slate that you can really do a lot with his character.
2: Like, yeah. infinite amounts of stuff and changes, and it'd still be true to the book. So I, I'm actually kind of curious to compare Daphne, book Daphne, versus show Daphne. Because, like, is he, she's such a strong character. Do
1: I they just, put it on? I w- yeah,
2: like, I want to make do sure. Do they emphasize it as does much? Does it either yeah. enhance, or does it kind of not give the same uh, feeling, feeling as, as the book? Definitely, so yeah, okay. Um, now you can talk about what all you right. To let's talk
1: about. about what we're interested in this week, like what we're, we've been watching, what we've been into. All
2: right, yeah. I'll go first. Um, I'm again still a soccer fan, hasn't changed in the week. And uh, well, that's that's amazing because if it did, I'd just be worried about it. It's, it's funny because there's a, there's a huge debate whether it's soccer or football because of us and England, but it's, um, it's, it's we, we tied nothing, nothing, yeah. So it doesn't matter what it's called. I like the world cup. What the us lose? Yeah, they lost. Yeah, and it was, like, yeah, a really yeah. bad loss. It was, Honestly, like, 0-3. Like the, the U.S. is, like, my least interested team because they're, they're not really that good. Yeah, they're, they're Americans. Yeah, Americans yeah, like, didn't invent soccer. Like I, I lo- They I lo- renamed it, for Christ's sake. They renamed it to
0: soccer Yeah, And, and the really
2: soccer. cool thing is Morocco Women is in the, in the final eight. Most of the women's sports. Morocco beat America. Spain, which is, like, crazy. So that's my World Cup update. The other thing I'm into is Willow uh willow was like a 1987 movie with you uh, started
1: watching it
2: again um no there's a, a, T, a disney plus series why because willow's oh my god
1: <laughs>
2: warwick know. davis is awesome i
1: didn't like Willow. i didn't like that movie i thought it was way too cheesy but i i do understand it's nostalgic for you
2: yeah so it i'm watching the willow series i like it a lot of people are kind of hating on it but whatever uh, I don't there's like a, that. Is, is that everything Dan? those two um, uh, yeah, other than that, just, uh... Drinking alcohol and... That's... It's Christmas time. Yes, it is. And there's three things
0: rolling off of that. One big thing for Christmas, I'm still... Nothing's really changed from last week. I'm still super excited to get my... To get the new dog to and see her reaction. Um...
1: I'm, not, I'm waiting to see if it's anger or happiness. I'm it's sure probably which.
0: going to be a mix of both. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because uh, I'm getting more and more updates about the dog and how sweet he is and how loving he is and how he gums your finger if you try and pet him. He just starts, like, slobbering all over your hand. It's hilarious. So that is still a really important thing that's been on my mind, and it won't leave my mind until I actually get to see and meet the dog for the first time. Um, the second thing is, is I discovered something Recently in regards to the last podcast or last episode that we had and that is avatar last airbender Oh, they're actually bringing more they're actually reinstating again really they they are but there i didn't know if it was like if it was up in the air or something no they actually confirmed it what are they doing I don't know. They just literally they literally said that they we're
2: bringing back Avatar The
0: Last Airbender in the same type of format. It's did, not going to be a live t- action. Did
2: you say that there was like an Avatar Studios that was being built? Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Avatar Studios. But like th- that was all just in the air, but this has now been 100% confirmed. Um, nice. And uh, recently I have discovered that I don't drink as much anymore. So every time I come over here, this is when I drink. Lab. Lab. You take fucking antidepressants and see what it does to you. Should. Because <laughs> this is the stuff that works for antidepressants for you guys. And now that I'm taking that, I'm like, oh, beer's tasty. All right, Nadine, what special has happened with you?
1: Um, I'm really tired all the time. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It's not special. That's uh, called being old. I'm, it's not even that old. <laughs> I just work 10 to 11 hour days, multiple days in a row. And then even on the days when I'm off, someone likes to wake me up.
0: I sleep 10 to 11 hours every day. Does that count?
1: Disgusting. <laughs> um, I mean, there's only really one thing that I've actually really been interested in, and that's what we're watching uh, for next month uh, for me, which is the Wednesday show. A lot of people have been talking about it. I think they did a really great job. I do have a couple things that I, I griped about that a lot of people gripe about, but not for quite the same reasons. But I feel like we'll get into that when we get there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Wednesday, I think I think they did an amazing uh, job though overall um and like i do think the the way they set up the show is pretty genius so being able to talk about that and also all the costumes that they have on the show is going to be a lot of fun
2: i just put out christina ricci plays a character in it
1: yeah it, she does yeah. Yeah, okay, and I'm not going to give you guys any spoilers, yeah. so do not look for spoilers. I, I don't really care if no. this audience does review it I'm going to be
0: frank with you. You know damn well I don't give a crap about the show until I have to watch it.
1: Yeah, You're. you're I think you actually will like it.
0: You've said that about 99% about everything I told that we've done you, in podcast. I
1: knew you would like actually, Ash we- versus Evil Dead. And you did. I you think
2: I really will like the Wednesday show, so I've been avoiding any type of.
1: Yeah, well, I started watching it, and I realized real quick that this would be something that a lot of people were really gonna be into. And I also realized it was a really, really well put together show. I was like, this is gonna be perfect yeah. for like a podcast episode.
0: Okay. Um, anything else besides just that?
1: Um, I mean, not really. Honestly, I mean, we've been talking about what we want to do for the house, but I haven't really had much time just to how much I'm working. I'm going to school. We have the dogs. I'm okay, having vac- I, have I was literally gonna say aren't 20. you going
0: aren't you going on a trip literally tomorrow <laughs> yeah is that I mean, not important to you I
1: mean it's it's fun but I don't really know what we're doing I didn't really figure out I had agreed to doing this like over a month ago and I didn't even know where we were going until about a week ago like they they said it I had no like, I didn't even know what we were doing I, I, I just knew I was going on a trip
2: <laughs> I just remember you told me like like four months ago like hey is it okay like if if you watch Axel and for like 40s in December. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah, I and I I I literally didn't even know. It. I hit a call uh, my friend last week and be like, so where are we going? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Also, um, who are we carpooling? What's happening? <laughs> like, I didn't. And that's usually how I do things when I do trips with friends. Like, if someone's organizing it, I just kind of roll in and go, okay, I guess we're going somewhere. I don't know where the fuck we're going. <laughs>
0: all right that is all for all for you all for dan all for me now what nadine do you want to rate the book just out of curiosity yeah because
1: we did rate uh when we the previous podcast that we did we did rate things all the time it was
0: very fun because it was a great way to like conclude our feelings on it and just get all of our anger or positive emotions out into a rating
1: all right if you want to
0: five out of ten Dead in the center. Oh, no. It is a very average book. I actually, I believe the next books are going to be much better because of how you talked about it. But this is such a middle of the road, I literally feel like you just pull it off the shelf and be like, oh, wow, the and Duke lo- and I. A
1: lot of people really love the second book uh, of the series, and the... I'm not sure if... It... I know they love the fourth book, but I can't remember if it was the third book or the fifth book that Eloise was in. Okay. What but you... They, they like the next... Yeah. Three. What do you four. think, Dan? I, I
2: honestly, I would give it like a six. So basically, <laughs> like it, around like, what I did. Yeah, it's, it, <laughs> it it, it, it kind of like was a blip, like on my interest. It wasn't. It didn't really peak it. It was just like a eh, okay. But like, I'm glad that we agree basically. It was a very easy read. So kind of <laughs> the fact that it was so easy to read, I kind of do want to read the rest of them. Or at least a couple more. You of mean these listen books. to them, or listen to them, or, or read, <laughs> download Leave the PDFs. Them alone. I'm so sorry.
1: Um.
0: <laughs> no. What do you think they did? If you give it like a nine or something, I'm going to kick you off the table. No,
1: I think for this book in particular, just because of a lot of the issues that I had in it, I would give it a six. They had a lot of promise to it, but honestly, the reason why I would want to read the next book would to be re- to revisit the other siblings, because the family is what captured me the most mm-hmm. in the book. Um, so
0: we agree we basically all agree at the yeah. same on the same points like it's a solid book but it doesn't really have much going for it except for the next books which by itself it's just a very yeah
1: this is like very a very book. poor way of uh, launching a whole series um the only reason why it launched the whole series the way it did is because the family is so fantastic
0: i forgot something hmm. you read Aragon
1: i have he hasn't
0: you have i have they're coming out with a tv show on it
1: I hope they do better than they did the movie. I'm
0: hoping so too. The but movie was with all awful. of the trends happening right now with TV shows, on books and series, and they're actually solid, I actually have really good hopes for it.
1: I don't because they really failed the movie so bad, and I feel like like that was a shame because the books were really good. Well, at this point, we're done the podcast. We can talk about this we can after. literally we can yeah.
0: literally just end
2: it now. All yeah. Right. All right.
1: Well, we'll we'll talk to you guys like at another point in time. Bye, bitches. Yeah, we'll do the at, at
2: season. All right. See you guys. Bye.
1: Bye.